Okay, today is Monday night, December 9th, and we are going to be starting from the word Tanya. It beginning of the line is Roya Yisrael. It's around 20 lines from the bottom. The middle of the line, Tanya. As you know, the Gemara got into the story of Yosef, and now the Gemara is continuing talking about the topic of Yosef and the rewards he got from this act and other consequences. Tanya, it is taught in Ebrisa, Haya Roi, he was fit, Yosef, Yosef, it was fitting for Yosef, Allah says to come out, Mimenu of him, Yud Beis Shvatim, 12 tribes, Kiderech, in the same way, Sheyatsu, that they came out, Miyakov Aviv, from Yaakov, his father. How do we see that? Shinemra, like the verse says, Ela Toldais Yaakov, these are the offspring of Yaakov, Yosef. Yosef is the offspring of Yaakov, meaning he was supposed to be in the same way that Yaakov had 12 kids, he was supposed to have 12 kids. If you look at Rashi in the Pesach, Rashi brings a few other drushes on what that's supposed to be teaching us. But that's how the Gemara is going now, that there's an aspect of Yosef was supposed to be like Yaakov in the sense that he had was supposed to have 12 children. Ella, but rather, Sheyatza, that it went out. Shechavas Zarai, his semen, Mibain Tziparniyada, from amongst the fingernails of his hands. So because of that story, he kind of lost that ability to have that many kids. Okay, it's not clear what the Gemara means. Is it a nace? Is it a punishment? I didn't see on the spot any good commentaries. I try to understand, is it, it seems strange that he would lose out because of his action. It seems almost like, you know, he did the right thing, right? So what's the, why is he losing out, his, so to speak, his 10, ten sons because of that? But, again, that, that, that's what the Gemara is saying. He's supposed to have 10, but after this story, it kind of took such a big toll on him that he wasn't able to have those tall kids. He only had two, and he lost the 10. But Afal Pekin, but even so, Yatsu, they came out, those ten children, Mi Binyamin Achiv, from his brother Binyamin. Okay? You know in the Pasik, you'll see Binyamin had ten sons, and they were all, these were the other ten that Yosef was supposed to have, meaning from the Shevet of Yosef and Binyamin, from Rachel's children, an additional twelve Shvatim, so to speak, were supposed to come out. That's what happened. Instead of from Yosef, all twelve, ten came out from Binyamin, and two from Yosef. Now, the Gemara is going to explain that Binyamin's ten sons are actually all going to be named in some reference to Yosef. Rasha brings us in Chumash, you'll see. Vikulan and all them Nikra'u were called al Shemai upon the name of Yosef, right? So even though Yosef was supposed to have these ten kids himself, they, instead they came out from Binyamin, but they're all named after him in some form. Shenemra, like the verse says, Ubenei Binyamin, and the sons of Binyamin are... Ubenei Binyamin, and the sons of Benjamin, are Bela, Ubecher, Va'ashbel, Ve'goymer. Okay, you can see the Pasuk on the side of your page. It's one of the last Pasuk on your page. Binyamin's sons are named Bela, Becher, Ashbel. Now the Gemara is going to go and darshan the names. Bela means Shenivla, that he was swallowed up. Bein Ha'umais, amongst the nations. He's referring to his brother Yosef. That he was swallowed up amongst the nations, right? It means he kind of went missing. He seemed to have been absorbed by the other nations. Ubecher. 
The second son's called Becher, because it's referring to the fact that Yosef was Bechor Le'imai, he was the first child of his mothers. Bechor Le'imai Haya. He was his mother's firstborn. V'ashbel. What does Ashbel stand for? It's referring to Sheshav Oi Kel. Hashem kind of entrapped him. That means he understood, but Yaman understood that even though his brothers did the sale, it was from God's hand, and it was a God, so to speak, took him captive. Okay? Gera. The next name is Gera. Gera means Shegar, that he lives by other hosts. Ba'achsanoi means like a host, like, a, like someone else's lodgings. So he's living, and he's not living at home. He's living in amongst other people. And again, look at Ben Yayada and other commentaries explain what's the difference between all these names, seemingly it's a different aspect of Yosef's sale. V'na'aman and Na'aman. What does Na'aman mean? Shenoim b'yoser. Na'aman, we know, by Na'ami, Na'im means like sweet, like pleasant, right? So he was Na'im b'yoser, he was very pleasant. Okay, the next brother's name is, here on the side we have, Echi, okay? Echi stands for Achi, right? So, okay, two names, two more together. Achi, Veroish. Echi, Veroish. Two, two boys. One's name is Echi, one's name is Roish. It stands for Achihu, he's my brother. Veroishihu, and he's my, my head, right? He's kind of my boss, okay? Now, the next one is Mupim in the Pazik. Now, the Mar doesn't explain what Mupim is. Rashi says Mupim means... Yerash brings a medrash tenchuma. Means mupim means he has the mouth like a peh. Mupim means shahayapiv kipi Yaakov avinu bahalacha. Says Rashi, his mouth was like the mouth of Yaakov in regards to halacha. Shakiba m'shem ever Yaakov taught Yosef all the halachas he learned from Shem Aver, and that's why he's called mupim. Means he has the mouth of my father that he is very well versed in halacha. Okay, v'chufim. What's chufim? So Gemara explains the lashon of chupa. Who Leira, he did not see Bechupasi in my wedding canopy. Ani and I, Leira Isi, did not see Bechupasai in his wedding canopy. And again, you see clearly Binyamin understood that Yosef was alive. Right? Whether he knew the story, he didn't know the story, seemingly he didn't know the story, um, he knew the story and that they sold him. He found that out somehow. And he understood he's still alive. And he apparently understood that he got married even. Right? But he said he didn't see my Chabai, I didn't see his. Okay, the aired. The next name is Ve'erd, it's the last of a ten. Means the lesson of going down, Girida. Shayara, that he went down, Lebein Umay Sa'ilam, amongst the nations of the world. Okay? Ikadami, it's Al Dal stands for, it means Ikadami, there are those that say. Ve'erd, what do you Ikadami? How do you spell it? Oh, on the side of your they break it. they break it up. You see these? On the side of your Gemara, they break all the their muscles. So here, the Nurse Tavis. So, yeah, Akadam, towards the end. See it? Ikka, there are those, the army that say. Okay, there's a different interpretation. Va'ered, it doesn't mean va'ered as an a radiation going down, rather, Lashon Vered, like a rose. Okay? Shepanov. Really? Yeah. No, modern Hebrew Vradim are roses. Yes, modern okay. people, but actually. Okay, few. As long as I don't get nervous. Okay, fine, that could be. yes, I understand. Thank you, fine. Okay, good. Okay, good. Okay, few. Okay, kind of nervous there. Shepanov, his face. Is doimin is similar to or comparable to levered to a flower? Let's leave it blank for now. Which flower? So, so here's the question: Lily so, would be white in this. Right. Let's see. So we'll see in a second. We'll see in a second. Says the Gemara: 
Amar Rechia Bar Abba, Amar Rechia Bar Abba, Rechia Bar said the name of Rechia Bishal at the time, Sha'amar Loi Pari, that Pari said to him, Sha'amar Loi, that he said to him, Pari, Le Yosef, Yosef, Ubiladaich, and besides you, Loi Yorim, he will not raise Ish, a man as Yadai, his hand. Meaning, right? Pari told him, you will be top dog of the land of Egypt, right? So what happened? Obviously, a lot of fellows there weren't so happy, right? Imagine some schnook janitor walks into the meeting in Microsoft, and all of a sudden he says something intelligent about the new future of the company, and they're like, okay, you are currently CFO. Right? So all these guys who have been killing for a promotion for all those years get a little frustrated, right? So Amru it's Tagine Pare. It's Tagine literally usually means, usually means stargazers. Rashi says here it means all the kind of high, high brass, right? All the guys who can tell the future advisors. Yeah, Rashi says in particular, it is still a language of future seers, guys who are very perceptive, right? Okay. Amr is like in the the, the stargazers of Pare said, Evan, a slave, Shalakhoi, that he was purchased by Rabbi, his master, Be'esrim Kessa for 20 silver coins, Tamshilehu, Lushan of Moishel, Moishel means a ruler, are you going to make him lord, Elenu, over us? They okay. said it to Pare? Yeah, we're going to disgrace this. Some lowlife who was bought on the street for 20 bucks is going to rule over us now all of a sudden? Like, what is this? Right? So, Amar Lahen, he said to them, Ginune, Rashi says, means Givane. It means like colors. Givan, Givanim are colors. It means the, the um, I say the colors, it means like the, um, the signs that he sees, Gavnune Malchus, the signs of, you know, of high royal birth. Aniroya boy, I see in him. Who says? Pare. Pare says, I can sm- see in him, he's got, um, so now this depends on Grisha's knife. He's going to be like, is he like blue-blooded? Is he going to be, you know, white-blooded? If you know exactly, or red, maybe you're like being blushed, you know, is a sign of kingship. But something about him looks royal. He looks royal, okay? boy. I can see he's got royal blood. Hold on a second. It was known. Because when he's, uh, he told that he's Ivory, so he's the, the descendant of Avram, and Avram was Melech. Kasa, 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 kasa. Amrulay, they said to him, said to Pari, right? Okay, again, so Pari says, you're going to be the ruler, right? So Yosef leaves, apparently, they say, um, one second, oh, Pari, hold up, <laughs> no way. So my low life is going to come take over us. Pari says, he's a really guy, he's a royal blood, so it's okay, now you guys can calm down, now you'll be happy. He's really royal blood. So they sell back to Pari. Amrulay, said to him, Imkain, see, Al-Khaf means Imkain, if so, Yehei, it should be that Yehideya, he will should know Beshivim Lashen in 70 languages. Right? If he's really truly royal, he's got to you know, talk the talk. Right? Apparently, this is a classic in royal, royal families that they knew languages. Right? It's kind of, I think even up to relative modern day, royal families knowing foreign languages, especially in Europe, was, it was a given. Okay? So, this is an issue. Yosef did not spend any time on Rosetta Stone growing up. He didn't really know 70 languages. So what happened? This is a Gemara we mentioned earlier. Ba Gavriel, Gavriel came, Velimdoi, and he taught him Shivim Lashin, seventy languages. Now what happened? So Gavriel comes at night, tutors Yosef, hired by his father, you know, learn new seventy languages. Loi Havik Gamar. He was not Gamar, he's not learning it, right? Like Gemara. It wasn't clicking. Yosef wasn't picking it up. The seventy languages are not going in. Okay? So what do you do? 
Yeah, by, by, by the Malachishar speaking language. Very good. Hoisif loy. He added to him ois achas. One letter. Mishemoy. From the name. Shal HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Of the Holy One. Blessed be He. Vilamaren. It clicked. That's all it takes. If your kid's not getting it, guys, just add a letter of Hashem's name to him. <laughs> Good to go. Shenamar, like it says, Edus, testimony, Yehoisif, in Yehoisif. So the way we have the Pasuk, in we, when we're davening, is it's Edus Yehoisif, Samoy, he placed him. Okay? Now, it means like this. He placed for him an extra testimony. Betseisoy, when he went out, Al Eretz When Yosef went out upon the land of Egypt, now the verse continues. If you look in the parentheses by us, right? So the Gemara doesn't really have it. Rashi puts it in, but it's Sfas Loyadati Eshma. If you look in your in your Shadurim, it says what happens. And a language I did not know, I heard. Right. So the Gemara is darshing that pasuk to mean by putting an extra name on Yosef letter, extra letter on Yosef's name. That's how he was able to understand a language he didn't know. Okay. Now, Ulamachar, and the next day, on the morrow, call Ishna, every language, Ishtai, that he conversed, Parai, Parai, Bahadei with him. Again, so Ishtai means to talk with, to converse. So Parai started talking to him in French, Russian, Italian, you name it. Ahadar, he, Ahadar means he returned, like Hadar, goes back. Ahadar, he returned to him, meaning... Yosef answered him. They conversed freely in many languages. Then what happened? So Yosef's turn, right? Ishtai, he talked. Ihu. Ihu means him. Yosef, in this case. Belashen HaKadosh. In the holy tongue. Lehavakayadi. <laughs> he didn't know it. This one, Pari got stumped. Okay, Lehave. It was not Kayadi, no. My what? Havi Amar. He didn't know what he was saying. Right? He's blabbering to him in Hebrew. He has no idea what he's talking about. So Pari feels a little, little, little bit. What's it called now? So Omar Lee says to him, Agamiri, teach it to me. Immediately. <laughs> so teach me the Hebrew. Agamavei, he taught it to him. Gomer, it didn't click. It's no go. Omar he said to him, Ishtaba Lee, swear to me. Deloy Megalis. That you will not be megale, means you will not reveal this secret that I just cannot get Hebrew. Now again, you have to look in the commentaries of what exactly this means. Like if Pyre is a relatively intelligent fellow, clearly he knew seventy languages, right? Hebrew, we've seen like you know fellows of all stripes and, and you know, whatever who can speak Hebrew nowadays. It doesn't seem to be a super difficult language to pick up, right? So to know what it means, that Pyre couldn't get it. But okay, but that's a nace, or there's some kind of message over here. But so whatever, Pari is basically is not willing for this secret to get out that he cannot pick up a language. Pari prides himself in speaking all languages, so he tells him, "Swear to me that you will not reveal the secret that I cannot speak Hebrew." Ishtabaloi, he swore to him. Now Gemara tells us what's the point of this whole nace? Because Ki later on when he said to him, when Yosef said to Pari, Ki Amarle, he said to him. My father made me swear, Lamar saying, He made me swear. He in, kind of entrapped me in a shul. I don't know how you say it properly. He enswore me to say. Right? So what did Pari tell him? Right? Yes, I got, I got to leave. I got to go on a break. I got to go to Israel to bury my father. 
Pari says, excuse me, you're not going. He says, I swore. What does Pari tells him? Amale, Pari tells him, said to him, Zilgo, Itchil, Itchil is a lotion of ask, like ask a question. But what it means really, when you're shoyal on a nether, means you kind of ask for an annulment of a vow. Okay? Itchil ashavu atech. Go ask an annulment upon your vow, right? One of the classic ways of annulling a vow is you say, I made the vow, but I didn't even know if this, if this and this scenario would happen. I would never meant it. Can I have a loophole out of my vow? And then the Chacham has to give you, or three regular people, give you a loophole, or I think it's a proper English word for it, um, on your vow. Like a, con, con, a con, not concession, uh, whatever. Indulgent? It's, I don't know. Either way. So, so Pari says, go get this thing taken care of. Yeah, go to the next door. We got our, our court. They'll take care of your vow. We'll make this, this go away. This problem will go away. Amrle, he said to him, am I with him? You okay? Amrle, he said to him, Oh, so if I'm going to go there to annul my vow, um, when I'm there, the it shall not me, I will also um, seek annulment adidah on your vow. <laughs> yeah. Um, and even though the lenichale, that it was not pleasant for Parai, that Yosef is leaving because he's scared he's going to run away, Amalei said to him, Alei, go up, and bury your father, kasher like he made you swear. Period. Okay, this is Yosef. Now we're going to get to Yehuda in a second. Um, afterwards, tomorrow. Okay, so Yosef, we got the whole story with the letters and the fingers and all that stuff. Any questions? Everyone good? Awesome. Okay. Stop here by Yehuda. Two lines to the bottom. Lan Vav Monday night.